Hello everybody, and welcome to another session of Dungeons & Dragons. My name is Scott Riley, I am your Dungeon Master slash Story Master, and because I've been told that I have preferences towards certain party members, we're going to start the introductions off with Sabine. Good day, y'all. Followed by Isby. Hello. Followed by Eugene. Greetings. Followed by Logan. Hey, y'all. And then we go to Oz. Hello, everyone. And last, but certainly not my favorite, Jason Foyna. Hey, everybody. What? When did all this happen? Oh, man, it's uh, a long story. Short, <sighs> short version of the story was stop letting Jason introduce himself first. So, Jason, you went last this week. Suck it. Will someone put that in the records, please? All right. We are recording. Yeah, we are recording. Oh, damn, you got me again, man. <laughs> That's why you're my favorite. Uh, anyways, one house cleaning <laughs> item. One house cleaning item that we need to talk about. Uh, Eugene, you broke the rules, and, and it's my fault. I also need to give credit to Cody slash Oz for bringing this up. He checked the rulebook. Minor conjuration feature says that you can create an item, and the sage advice column specifically states it's not meant to be used to create multiple items like a bag of X. So we're gonna retcon the uh. we're gonna retcon the shit out of it and be like, you were so inspired by friendship that you pushed the spell past its normal limit, but you know that if you try it again, it will most likely fail. All right, a Disney movie. All right, no other house cleaning items. So we'll move on to the introduction. <clears throat> When we last left our party, they accepted a quest to help a farm recover cattle and find a missing person, while Vulcan Fixer attended to some unknown business. Upon reaching the farm, the party worked to gather information. Through conversation with various residents of the farm, Hewan and Vovine, the party was able to piece together that some kind of creature took the cattle in the night, and that the missing boy, Clay, was last seen by the elder of the community, but no one has seen him since. From evidence on the farm, the party deduced that the cows had been taken to Lokoran Forest. Upon arriving at Forest, Oz and Isby became alert, as no dryads were present to stop them from entering. Not long after entering the forest, the party finds a ransacked goblin camp outside of a cave. Convinced that they are on the right path, the party enters the cave to find three things. A one, a botched demonic summoning ritual. Two, a horde of frightened goblins. Three, an unknown creature that clicks when it's close. Let's get back to the action. And there is no better way to start off a Dungeons & Dragons episode than to tell Foyna to roll a saving throw against a grapple. As two large arms with razor-sharp hooks on them come out and try and pierce your chest from behind. Is it a saving throw or is it a post-grapple? It is a saving throw. You may choose to... Well, I guess it's a grapple. Yeah, no, it's a grapple, so you get to choose athletics or acrobatics. And that would be acrobatics. Ooh, not 18 plus 5, so 23. Oh man, I got bad news for you, 27. So you take two points of damage as the hooks drag into you and the clicking gets louder and you get pulled through the tunnel. Through the tunnel, that's fun. Yep. Uh, Every now and then I'm going to let you make a check to break it. You don't really see anything except the two hooks go into your chest and drag you into the tunnel. Do you scream? Uh, <clears throat> you know what? Let's do a high roll, high low for it. I do scream like a little bitch. Okay, you got it. The rest of the party hears a screaming noise, <laughs> followed by the sight of Foyna's boots going into that third tunnel. Oh shit! Did something grab him? Either that or he fell. 
Yes, yes. Real quick interjection with a rules check. Yeah. Uh, just to be just to be sure, I do believe fairy fire is a concentration spell. Yeah, but you're working on dancing lights right now. Do you want to drop that and cast fairy fire? Or sorry, sorry, no, dancing lights is, is still a concentration, I think, right? Right. So just to be clear, concentration is your check is based off the amount of HP you lost. Right. It's or 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 ten. Right. You lost two. I was just gonna say right. that you, you get to keep it. I was just gonna give it to you. But you're right, you should have rolled a concentration check. Well, I I feel this is fair to do, so I'm gonna do it. Okay, roll it. Got a twelve, so Easy peasy. Yep. So the dancing lights are still there, and you are still conscious. So if you want to control them and have them like follow you, as we progress through this RP, you can. All right. Foyna is gone. You hear a scream. The dancing lights is still present. And Logan said, "Oh shit." Uh, I don't want to turn my back to these goblins. Because <laughs> uh, I feel as soon as I do, that door is gonna bust wide the hell open. Uh, what do we do? Rock and hard place. Uh, fuck. Um, Split the party. <laughs> I'm quivering in my boots bit. right now. Uh, I'm gonna have my. I'm not gonna turn my back on the on the door, but I'm gonna start backing my way up towards the hole. I'm gonna give you half your move speed. That's fine. Because you're like back. Uh, do, you're back trotting. I, I do it again. And then again until I get there. Okay. Does anybody else want to? Wait. Are are we in combat or or you, not? You're not in combat. No. So that's that's all I needed to know. I'm gonna run no. up and get right behind Logan. Okay. So you two make it to the hole. Does anybody else want to do anything? Does the hole look too small for a furball? Nope. You can just barely make it if you kind of like army crawl your way through. Gotcha. All right. Uh. I'll... I'll ask if any. Oh, are any of you going down in the hole after him? Anyone? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> I don't think I can fit. Yeah. Uh, here. Yeah. No way. <sighs> Jesus. I mean, by the storm, you guys are a bunch yes. of cowards. And yes. I'm gonna turn, put my shield on my back, and I'm just gonna jump down in the hole. Sabine toddles over to the entrance of the hole. Never was there a dwarf who was afraid of going deeper, and she jumps in. <laughs> Hell yes, Sabine, you get it. Oh, you put the last one All right, we got two down the hole. I'll give you guys a couple seconds to determine whether or not you go down or you you wait and stand guard. Can I actually fit? Yeah, uh, if a furball, if a seven foot, three hundred pound furball can fit, the tiny, thin, skinny elf man can fit too. (laughs) Okay, so I guess I'll just uh, plug my nose and ease my way down as carefully as I can. Uh, should some of us guard here, or... You were literally talking to us. Head on down. Yeah. I'll, I'll be the last one. Okay, I'll jump down. Okay. You jump down, and then Oz, I assume you, like, cautiously crawl through? Uh, more like clamber my way as quickly as possible, but... So you clamber your way as quickly as possible, so while that's going, I want Foyna to have a couple more opportunities. Foyna, you get instantly drug about 15 feet through this tunnel and fall five feet and as you fall you witness something mm. uh, how do i that's concerning yeah 
<laughs> you notice two pale yellow eyes stare at you, and an insectoid body attached to the two eyes. It has an elongated mouth filled with rows of sharp teeth, accompanied by two large arms that have hooks ending in your chest. You also notice large mandibles on the sides of the mouth as well. The legs of the monster are broad and muscular, but end in a shape that mimics the tip of a spear, and it's emitting an aggressive clicking sound that sounds like a lock latch going click, 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 and it is dragging you across a cliffside deeper into the darkness. You may take another roll to try and break out of it. <clears throat> okay. Uh, is this is this going to be like standard action time? Yeah. So you're Are you're we going in standard action order. Yeah. If you want, so let's do it like this. You're in combat, and that was the surprise round. So we should roll initiative, basically. Okay. Works for me. I got a nat twenty plus three. Yeah. The bug the bug creature is busy thinking about better <laughs> days. It's gonna go second. Or how good I taste. Yeah, you probably taste pretty good. You're being grappled and pulled at a quick pace. You notice that it doesn't seem to have lost any of its speed, even though it's dragging your entire body with it. Oh, jeez. Did I risk it for the biscuit? Okay, first thing I'll do is bonus action, pull my dancing lights yep. uh, as far, as close to me as I can. Since you, feet. Yeah, since you put them, last I remember, you put them in front of the door with the goblins, which was about, yes. you know, we're going to say like, 80 feet away and so as you got pulled you can move them 60 feet you see them crest the tunnel i'm going to give you the the extra distance they crest the opening of the tunnel pass everybody you notice silhouettes in the tunnel suggesting that somebody's coming for you but it's just at the edge of the tunnel okay seeing seeing that they're coming and the light's coming i'm, I'm gonna risk it for the biscuit and i'm gonna hex him giving him disadvantage on strength checks well shit that seems pretty good yeah, it also means I lose a turn of trying to get out, so... Yep. So next next action, you can try and break the grapple again. So you're yeah. drug about another 30 or 40 feet, and at this point, the cliff turns, and you get pulled around the corner. You notice as you're being pulled around the corner that there are small cockroach-like bugs that are about the size of a kitten, and they notice you, and they start to, like, follow you, but they're too slow to keep up. They, like, part for the bigger insect... And then start to follow you in a trail. Uh, so, I scream like a little bitch again. You get one more. Let's roll one more, and then we'll go okay. back to the party. All right. So again, again, moving the dancing lights closer. Right. <sighs> oh. I got a twenty-two. Oh. Yeah. Eve wins. I got an eleven. Okay. You are going to continue to get drugged. All right, party. You hear a very heroic scream. And you notice the dancing lights rush past you and kind of bend around you to get through the tunnel and force their way through about 10 or 15 feet in front of you, and they're booking it. Uh, Logan, you're the first one to come out of the tunnel, and you hit about a five-foot drop. To save time, everybody comes after you quite quickly, and you come out of the tunnel to notice that you're in a grand cavern, and you're now standing on cold rocks close to your left, is a wall that seems to stretch up into darkness where you can't see the end. 20 feet to your right is the edge of a cliff that leads into a deep chasm that spans 50 feet before you can see the next cavern wall. Small glow-capped mushrooms illuminate green light on the path, and the path seems to continue for a hundred feet or so. You can see something in the distance dragging Foyna, and it just turns the corner as you guys enter this like large underground cavern next to a large underground chasm. 
Badoons. All right. Um, I'm just going to dash my way there. Dash like around the dash. corner. Just all right. follow as quick as possible. Cool. Does anybody else follow? You guys all, like, hit the ground, and the second Oz hits the ground in the back, you see Logan just sprint off to get to Foyna. Can I roll to see if I land like a hero? Yeah. Does everyone know what that pose is? The hero. He's going to do the superhero the, landing. The, the hero pose. Really bad for your knees. Yeah, the landing landing on the knees with the one fist on the ground and then looking slowly up into the distance. I hope you get a 20 or a 1. <laughs> do I get any additives? A no. You're, a straight roll. You're jumping in a dark hole. You have no idea where the bottom yeah. is. You don't know when to brace yourself. I mean, what's that? Is this, what, stone history? Come on. That totally gives me an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> For one, it's stone cunning. Whatever. Two, if you want to know the history of that tunnel, it was dug by giant bug monsters kidnapping your party member. Wait, 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 18, did, okay? Okay. Did, so, did we make it past the cockroaches? The, you, the cockroaches aren't near you. You have no idea what those are yet. Oh, okay. I, so it's just a hole into a cavern. And so, yeah, you guys land. And, all right, you book it. Sabine comes in, makes a superhero landing, and actually, as her fist hits the ground, it splinters a little bit of the top of one of the rocks. Dab on them. Dab on them, boys. All right, you guys see... Faces. <laughs> you guys see Logan booking it. What do you do? So I'm just going to kind of go, like, what's going on? And just sort of, like, <laughs> scamper towards Logan. <laughs> By the storms. I don't know why that got me so bad. What's, what is going on? Uh, wait, and can we still see the dancing light? Well, so hex is a, a hex is another spell. So dancing lights has dissipated now. It's not. Is it a concentration? It's a. Cody just put. It's a bonus action spell. It's also concentration, so dancing lights. It is, yeah, yeah, dancing yeah. lights go. So you, that's why. That's why I said you guys see Forna's feet turn the corner and then nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still going. Yep. Alright, so everybody just books it with Logan. No explanation. I love it. About 50 feet down the cliffside pathway, you guys notice three bugs crawl up off of the cliff, clicking at you, and they're not in a position to get any surprise attack or attack of opportunities, but they actively block your path and they are aggressively clicking at you. Can I do a... a maybe a nature check to see if I know what they are? If you want to roll initiative and take your first turn that way, because they're about to attack you. All right, let's all roll initiative. Oh, bugs, why do you do this to me? I guess I got lucky with Foyna, so. All right, uh, Logan, what do you got? 21. Jesus Christ. Sabine? Not net 20. 20? Okay. Isby? 13. Eugene? 14. And Oz? 6. 6? Okay. Well, that actually split up pretty evenly. Logan, you see these... Bugs crest the cliff and they just get into position when you're about 10 feet away from them and all three of them are blocking your path in the cliffside. So think of it visually as bug next to the wall, five foot gap, bug next to the wall, five foot gap, bug next to the cliffside. And okay. Uh, they're standing in between you and Foyna. Cool. I'm going to make my way in between the bug, like the bug towards the wall, make mm -hmm. my way over there. I have my shield and spear out. Uh, and I want to reckless attack him. Go ahead and roll the hit. Get that sweet, sweet advantage. Uh, that would be a 20. Oh, yeah, that, that hits. Uh, okay, cool. Roll damage. Damage is 10. 
as you're at full pace, you don't take a second to stop. You just go straight for the closest bug you can find and jab your spear, trying to go for one of its vital organs. It kind of try it hooks your spear a little bit, simply moves it to skewer another area, and you see green blood that actually glows slightly come out as you know you've hit home with your first attack. Sabine, you're up next. She's going to pull out that sweet, sweet great axe. I like it. Move up to be within five feet of the nearest Roji. Do you want to be the one next to Logan or the one in the middle or the one on the cliff? Definitely not the one on the cliff. The one in the middle. You see Logan and you decide that based on his attack, these bugs are duelable and you approach the middle bug. Roll to hit. Assuming you attack. I apologize. I can't make assumptions. Oh, I mean, you can with Sabine. 15. 15 hits. So you come in with your axe and roll damage. That'd be 14. Cheesy peasy. <laughs> so you come in and the bug tries to jump on you and overcome you. And as it does, you literally throw your, your like swing your axe into its chest and stop it right in its tracks. Again, you see green blood kind of encompass the head of your axe a little bit. And next on the initiative is Bug on the Wall, who's about to get splattered. So Reckless Attack allows me to roll with advantage against you, right? Uh, correct. Uh, 19? Yep, hits. Okay, you're going to take six damage as the free hook that's not on your spear comes in and grates across your shoulder and leaves a deep gash in it. Isby, you're up next. I would like to loud shape. Oh, nice. What do you turn it into? A cow? Yes! (laughs) Mighty is the power of the cow. (laughs) Oh my god, Uh, this is fantastic. Quick quick DM interference. (laughs) Uh, You're invincible and have an AC of (laughs) 1,000. I also just wanted to point out that they have, um, their charisma is 6, so it explains. Rosalina. All right, you are uh, you are a majestic, charging. I'm not gonna assume your your sex. What are you? Are you? Um. Are you a boy or girl cow? I'm a cow, so I'm a girl cow. Uh, one second. Wild shape. Your circle of dreams or circle of moon? Oh shoot! I should have done more research. Yeah, because wild shape, depending. Cody, you can answer this question, right? Is wild I... shape a bonus action uh, right off the bat? Up to one quarter CR. Right. Uh, my question is: Is it a bonus action or? It is an action. Yeah. So bonus you... is only for circle of the moon. It's for I'm you. Circle of dreams. Gotcha. So it's an action of wild shape for you. Yeah, that's what I wanted to check. And a cow is a quarter challenge rating. So you are a cow. Do you have the stats for it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. All right. So you turn. Yo, know, a mist pops around you, and you instantly turn into this very intimidating bovine of destruction. But because you're still new to the druidic ways, it takes up your whole action. You're still able to move if you want and I'm do a bonus. I'm just gonna action. like walk like five, a little bit closer and like pick up my hooves. Like I'm looking at them. That happens. We're gonna go to bug number two. That is going to first delicately remove the axe from its chest and try to attack Sabine. Is that against armor class? Yeah. What's your AC? Uh, it beats. Okay, so it's going to do eight damage to you as one of the sharp hooks straightens out and pierces your shoulder. It notices that you have red blood. We will now go to the next person in the initiative, which is Eugene. Eugene, you see this chaos of bugs and friends battling. What do you do? 
I'm gonna use my action to try to figure out what these bug things are. Roll a nacha check. Or a history check. You can use either. Uh, Alright, let's go with... Yeah, let's go with history. 17. You have no idea what these bugs are. You you spend <laughs> okay. your you spend six seconds going through the entire memory of all insectoid creatures you've read about, and you've never seen anything like this. Okay. You got some bonus action and un move. I guess I will move back about ten feet and throw a firebolt at one of them. Uh, wait. So firebolt is act, firebolt can't be used as a bonus action, right? Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. <clears throat> so I'll just move back about ten feet. So you move back to the wall where you fell out of the tunnel, and next on the initiative is bug number three. Bug number three sees that its bug is uh, its bug buddy is in trouble and comes to attack you, Sabine. Sixteen. Meets. All right. So we're gonna do six damage to you as it takes one of its hooks and tries to gash your arm that has the uh, that's holding the axe. Oz, you are next on the initiative. Gotcha. Is it possible to get to the opposite side of the two next to Sabine? Yes. Excellent. So I'd like to get to the back end of the bug and then do a word of radiance for action. So going to be a cantrip, be a constitution saving throw for both the bugs since they're both within five feet. They are. All right. Um, I got a 13 and a 12. Uh, the 12 fails. The 13 is a success. So... The success, no damage, the fail will be four radiant. Alright, so success, no damage. Let me, uh, does it emit light? I mean, it says burning radiance erupts from you. It doesn't say it actually creates light. Okay, if it doesn't say it creates light, then we'll assume that it doesn't. You call this burning radiance down, and one of the bugs seems to be unaffected as it hits the carapace of the back, but the other one, it singes its leg really bad, and you can see part of the chitinous shell melt on top of it. Logan, you're up. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we are going to... Reckless attack that guy again. That same bug. Riggity, riggity, wreck him. Hey, wait, hold up. Am I going to skip to combat? You're, you're gone, bud. We're, we're going we're gonna to resolve this okay. combat and then get back to what you're doing. Okay. Because you, you missed the last one, right? I, I did, yeah. Yeah, so you got basically drugged to the end of it, and we'll get to you in a second, because it's all going to happen okay. at the same time, but I just want to let them resolve the combat first. Okay. That's a natural 20. Yo, you crit. So, full damage plus a roll. Cool. The damage would be 8. Wait, no, not 8, 9, 10, 11. So, it's max damage. It's max damage all around, right? Yeah. So, my damage was... 11 plus another 11, so 22. You come in with your spear and actually sever one of the, the hook that just... Dust. Dust spear. The hook that just grated across your shoulder, that pain drives your spear right through the arm and severs it right off. Green blood is spewing everywhere. You know you really did a lot of damage to it. The bug is looking seriously injured. Cool. And do you want me to roll the four sixes? Yes, I do, for the legacy system that I totally Shit. didn't forget about. We got three fives. Three fives? All right. Yeah. Somehow, someway, this will become regional or continental knowledge. Next on the initiative is Sabine. Sabine, you see Logan execute this airtight, 
precise strike and murder one of the arms of the bugs, what do you do? The one that I'm fighting is still, like, has stabbed me in the shoulder. Yep. Uh, I, I, I would like to smack him again. Smack him again. 18? Yeah, that hits. Excellent. Boo. Eight. As the bug knocks your axe out and stabs you in the shoulder, you instantly react and switch over your shoulder and drive the axe into its joint between its arm and carapace. Excellent. Blood and ooze come out, and it squeals in agony. Then we go to bug number one, who is one arm less, and is going to roll against Logan. Oh, so close. Not a crit. 23? Yeah, it hits. All right. Logan, you take seven damage, as its remaining hook straightens out to mimic your spear and jabs you across the side. You dodge it enough to where it's not a huge injury, but it gets some good... It gets some good skin. Yep. Isby, you're up. Yay. So how far away am I from the bugs? About 25 feet. Sweet. I am going to ran attack the bug. Let's uh, double check the situation. You've got... Yeah, is anyone in my way? Yeah. You've got Eugene's behind you. Logan <laughs> is fighting the bug next to the wall. Sabine is kind of dancing between two bugs in front of her in the middle of mm-hmm. the pathway. And Oz has just run behind the bugs to, uh, you see an, uh, you know, an explosion of radiance as he's burning them from behind. So if you want to charge any of the three bugs, a person is in your way one way or the other. Okay, so maybe that's not good. Attempted because cows aren't very smart. Not very intelligent. Well, you retain your mind. Oh, that's right. Yes, I'm just going to kind of run up to the bug. I won't ram attack. Which bug do you run up to? I'll get... The one to the left of Sabine, I guess. Okay. You come in between the empty space between Logan and Sabine and plant yourself firmly. What do you do after that? You're facing down two bugs on your left and right. I'm gonna ram into the bug that's in front of me. Uh, the one in front of Logan or the one in front of Sabine? Logan. Okay, so you're gonna ram it into the wall, basically. Yeah. Do it. Alright. 18? Yeah, that hits. Four damage. Cool. I only rolled a one. Does your cow have horns? Yes. As you come up next... Hmm? (laughs) Just small ones. That's fine. As you come up next to Logan, you ram into this bug. It pushes it against the wall, and your horn actually pierces its underbelly. And you you feel satisfied in the fact that you know you did damage as it squeals in pain. Nice. All right. We're going to go to bug number two. And bug number two really likes you, Sabine. It's coming in, and it's going to miss with a three. It comes in, and you see the hook as it tries to hit you in the same spot in the shoulder and adeptly dodge out of its way. Next on the initiative, Eugene. How's it going, man? Uh, I'm shitting myself a little bit, but um, I think I'm just going to go ahead and throw a firebolt in the general direction of everything that's going on. With the positioning of all the party members, they're going to have cover if you want to avoid hitting your party members. That would be ideal. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they're just going to get a bonus to their AC. Roll it. 11 to hit? Mm-mm. Nope. You spout off a firebolt, and because of how racked your nerves are at the situation, it flies high and skews over Oz's head. Ooh, that's hard to say. All right. All right. And I'm just going to kind of yell at them like, I don't know what these things are! Fair. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody knows. Bug number three sees the advantage in attacking you, Sabine, and comes in again. 
15. I think that misses. It does. It's man, or it's a uh, hook arm comes in, straightening out like a spear, and you continue to duck and dodge like you've done this a million times. We're back at the top of the initiative with Logan. Uh, because I have. <laughs> because Oz. I'm a boss. Gotta get Oz. Oh, sorry. Forgot totally Oz. forgot Oz. Oz, my bad. Rude. Logan, Sabine, how are you two doing? <laughs> I'm okay, because, I mean, I'm under half, but I'm about to hey, pull hey, a Hail Mary. Up. I'm looking pretty rough, but I'm going to pull a Hail Mary. <laughs> the, uh, Best the, the shoulder wound in Sabine is, is definitely gushing a All right. lot. I'm going to back up uh, away from these creatures. Uh, you want to provoke an opportunity of attack? That's fine. Okay. I'm going to argue that because you got behind bug number three, it's the only one that can attack you. It's The bug number two is very busy with Sabine at the moment. Okay. And it misses anyways. It turns around to cut you, but you've already spanned the distance to where the hook misses you entirely. Fuck off, bug. Eddie. Classy. Yes. We're going to cast Sanctuary on Sabine then. Ooh, I like it time a creature would attack her it has to pass the wisdom has to pass a wisdom saving throw if it fails it has to change its attack or lose it what's the dc uh 13 all right sabine you're bathed in this holy light blue aura you see oz holding up his hands and his blood vessels are illuminated light blue you know that he's the source of this power that you're receiving she kind of shudders and like don't touch me (laughs) i don't want your help but i need it all right, Logan, you're on the top of the initiative. Roll, baby. Cool. I'm going to bonus action rage. You angry. You angry, boy. Yeah. Uh, I look down at my shoulder and see the or the, the, the cut coming from it and see my blood, and it, it releases this inner rage. The, the air around me just becomes, like, super tight, like, super tight, like there's a storm about to, like, roll through. Uh, and I'm going to reckless attack the same bug because I'm tired of the shit. Do it. Uh, 22. Yep, it hits. Roll damage. That's 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13 damage. As you initiate your rage, the muscles in your spear arm swell and ripple like the waves of the ocean, and you drill your spear through its eye, and it actually goes through the entire skull of the insect, and it as soon as you hear the spear follow through... It just collapses on the ground, and you've you've destroyed that bug. It is on to its bug heaven. Cool. Then, uh, am I how far away am I from the other bug, like close to Sabine? Five feet. There's a cow in between you, but that's never stopped you. Uh, I don't want to do this. No. Can I move? <laughs> can I move around? Can I move around to the third bug near Oz without produce it without an opportunity to attack? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm going to move in between Oz and the bug. You got it. And that will be my action. All right. Sabine, you are ducking, dodging, and diving. It's time to do what you were meant to do. You now I feel like Guy Fieri. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. His, so. his mutton chops will never compare to yours, Sabine. <laughs> I roll... Sabine rolls a 20, non-nat 22. Yeah, that hits. Go get him, Tiger. Wonderful. Excellent. And 14 damage. Jeezy peasy. So you see Logan 
impale the bug next to you. And Sabine isn't one for competition, but when it comes to kill counts, she can't be left behind. As you take your axe, swing wide in a crescent arc, and sever that bug's head as it flies off and falls into the chasm. The bug falls limp at your feet. She gives a roar of victory. Give me a roar of victory. Yeah. That's not getting fixed in post. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (sighs) Isby, two bugs down. Quit mooing around. Moo. Boo. Uh, I'll go to the, gonna trot over to the third cow. I mean the third bug. Okay, you trot over. And I'm gonna try to hit it with my hooves this time. Get him. Uh, 13. No go. You come over and try to kick it with your hooves, but it kind of shuffles to the side and you hit the hard edge of its carapace, not dealing any damage. Eugene. You're up, and because Isby has moved aside, you have a clear shot at bug number three. Oh yeah, okay. I'm gonna clench up, throw a fireball. Pew pew. Pew pew. Alright. Oh yeah, not in that 22. You release this giant firebolt from your finger, and tell me how much damage it does. Oh, 10 damage. As you hit it with the firebolt, I can actually, I'm gonna argue as a DM that fire emits light. The firebolt hits right in between the two eyes of the bug, and you notice that it panics to the point where it pushes everyone aside and runs off of the cliff. Not crawling down the cliff, running off the cliff. After about two or three seconds, everyone hears a very satisfying splat. (laughs) Bug no like fire. Combat is over for you guys. We're gonna scene transition to Foyna. Foyna, the reason that I didn't let you get into combat is as you failed that last check, you notice that the bug carries you up a wall and pulls you through another tunnel. And as you get pulled through another tunnel, you're dropped into a dark room that's just barely illuminated by more glow cap mushrooms. And you're in the room with this bug and it looks like it's ready to eat you. You are in a room that is roughly circular, 10 or 15 feet in diameter with a 10 foot height. Okay, how, how visible is everything for me? You can see the whole room. It's illuminated well enough with your dark vision that nothing is out of your sight. The only entrance in or out seems to be that one behind you. How far away is it from me? Five feet. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go at it with the bow staff. Twelve? Mm-mm. No hit. All right. Well, then I took the attack action, so I'll try a bonus. And then I'll use my uh, once a week to get the die up again. Mm-hmm. With my martial arts. You got it. Draw on straight, and that misses too, Chris. You come in with the bow staff, and the bug dodges out of its way. You're still a little shaken from being drugged down a tunnel and having your chest pierced twice. You reach in, trying to get a nice hard right hook in after the bow staff, but that misses too as the bug moves out of its way, moves out of your way. All right, I'm gonna use the disengage action then for my movement. Yep, you move the opening. You basically move to the edge of the wall at that point. Yeah. So at this point, the bug is going to try and grapple you, and it rolled an 18. Is that with disadvantage? No, it is not. 15. Still wins. Two. The bug pierces your shoulders again, pushing you down to the ground, and you'll take another two damage from it. As it forces you down to the ground with its two hook arms. Uh, I passed my concentration check for the hex. You got it. 
And we're up to you again. Okay. I'm grappled down, right? Mm-hmm. Right, I'm going to try two unarmed strikes. You got I'm it. grappled, trying to get it off me. All right, all right, there we go. Uh, so, not that 20. Okay. That's going to be six plus a d6. Uh, so, a total of eight damage there. And then I'll use my bonus action for another unarmed strike. You got it. Uh, so, that's going to be a 16 to hit. 16 does hit. So, you rolled an eight, and then you roll a... All right, so it's another seven damage on it. As you're punched to the ground, you feel the fight-or-flight instinct kick in, and your fists become rock-hard, and you just start wailing on its underbelly, and you can see the carapace cracking and small amounts of green blood pouring out of it, and you know you've done damage to it as it wails in pain. It is going to attack you. Uh, 17. It's going to pull out one of its hooks, straighten it out like a spear, and hit you for 8 damage. Alrighty. And we're back up to you. Uh, this time I'm going to try and whack it with my staff. It's going to be one-handed this time. Uh, that'll be a 22. And staff one-handed is going to be 1d6. So that's five regular damage, one psychic. Oh, wait. Hold on. Before I add the psychic. Mm-hmm. I just barely passed my constitution check. Five regular damage, one psychic. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Eight regular damage, one psychic. All right. Eight regular damage, one. minus one. Yep. Bonus action, unarmed strike. Uh, so that would be... Uh, so, uh, where is it? 13. So 13 plus 5, 18. Yep, it is. That's going to be 7 regular and another 4 psychic. Okay. The bug is looking terrible as you continue to punch the same two spots, and you can hear squishing that suggests that its organs are starting to fail it. Okay. Bug's going to come in with an attack. Oh, buddy, crit. Cool. So it takes both mandibles out, and it'll do 10 damage plus 7 damage, so 17 damage total. As both mandibles come out straight and like a spear, and kind of pierce different parts of your chest cavity. Oh, that's it for me. So you're down? Mm-hmm. Technically, the party can still find you. Let's, let's find out how potentially fast they can try to find me. Okay. As your consciousness begins to fade, you notice that the bug actually falls on top of you, and the last thing that you realize is that the bug has fallen unconscious. Okay. Everybody else, you guys have defeated the mighty bug army. Why are we down here? We're looking for Foyna, right? He's part of. He's one of us. He's part of the team. Oh. We have to find oh. him. Oh, oh, um, hmm. I didn't even realize he was gone. Oh, boy, too much. No, oh, too much is going on. Uh, where'd he go? He pulled him around that, that big bug thing, pulled him around the corner. Lighting a torch and running. Okay. Does everybody follow Oz, or does anybody want to RP somewhere? I'll move. I'm going to follow Oz. Sab- Sabine picks up her axe, which is, uh, I'm assuming, covered in green blood. It is very covered in green blood. <laughs> it's covered in green blood. She kisses um, the very top of it and goes, good work. And then Sheens it and starts running. All right, everybody's I'm, running. I'm also yeah, and I'm I'm running and using Mage Hand to put pressure on Tusk's wound. On Logan's wound, you mean? Uh, yeah, on Logan's wound. Nice. Who is this Tusk you speak of? Is he friends with Jesus? No, nah, I just <laughs> I thought I was caused by a Tusk. Okay. I got confused. All right, so everybody turns the corner 
and this is the first time you see them, but there are these small, tiny black bugs about the size of kittens scurrying at the sight of the torchlight. About 30 feet in front of you, Oz, as you turn the corner first, is a long wall that basically spans the entire length of the pathway. It's a dead end, and there are about 30 holes the size of the hole that you guys came through. You also hear loud clicking noises all around you, but no sign of any of the giant bugs from before. Eugene. Yeah? I need you to focus, all right? You're really good at figuring things out. You seem to have an eye and a knack for it now. Focus mm, and yes. please see if you can figure out which one of these point is in. Uh, uh, while he's doing that, I want to light a torch as well. All right, pack. we got two torches. By the way, let's all just take a second to thank Oz for all of this gear. Yeah, thanks, Oz. M- moment of silence for Oz. Yeah, no problem. All right. Uh, hmm, um, well, at, I could conjure an image of the sun to brighten it up quite a bit in here. It doesn't seem that these things like light or fire. Eugene, focus. We need to find Boya. Uh, hmm. Well, I can have my unseen servant run into all of these little holes as quickly as he can and tap me when he's found one. Let's assume we don't have the time. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to start running towards the holes and start looking. Okay. As you do this, Logan, you hear a horrific sound coming from across the chasm that sounds like a wheezing child choking out words. Oh, Jesus. Who? I mean, oh, God. Moo? Uh, by the storm. Uh, that was Philip, <laughs> not Logan. Uh, okay, I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna run towards... Hold on. Uh, I'm gonna run towards the chasm. I'm gonna stop as I hear the choking, and I'm gonna turn to the party. I was be, And I, I think I hear the kid. Oz, you guys got this. I'm going to go and see if I can get him. Take someone with you. Don't walk over there alone. Uh, DM interference. I'll leave some... Remember, you're on, you just turned the corner, and it's still a 20-foot pathway with a cliff into a chasm, and you guys have just seen a dead-end wall on one end. So literally, if you turn 10 feet and run, you'll be at the edge of the cliff, and you can see into the chasm. Oh, okay. Well, then it's not too far. Then I'm going to run over there and see if I can see them. Okay, so Logan at the sound, and everybody hears this sound after Logan does. As you get to the edge of the chasm, your torch just barely illuminates another horrific sight. Oh, God. You see a creature similar to the ones you just fought with two distinct differences. One, it's only standing on two legs. It has black wings that act as a kind of cape around it. It has no hooks but hands. And those hands are holding the body of a small child with no head or neck, and it seems to be devouring parts of the body. The, you, the noise you initially heard didn't come from the child. It seems to be coming from the creature. It's on a cliff about 20 feet away. It turns and notices you, and it kind of gives you a curious look. And you hear it. Let's see if I can do this voice. You guys are going to have to forgive me if you thought the cows were bad. <clears throat> What are you? Uh, oh man! Um, Logan will look at it and say, "Give me a second to think." What he would say <laughs> uh, when you're 
I gotta always remember when you're a hammer, every solution's a nail. Uh, <laughs> can you jump twenty feet? No, reverse, but can it re- reverse that, Logan? That when the, when the problem's a nail, every yeah, every uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna look at it. Oh, fuck, I'm and be like, uh, oh, I just burped. Sorry. Uh, I don't even know. He's freaked out. He's never seen anything like this before. Uh, I, I told you, man. Night Valley ain't a safe place, bro. He's just gonna start backing up. So I think I'm gonna clap my hands over my head and um, cast Silent Image of a 15 foot image of the sun. <laughs> right, but it doesn't radiate any light. As much light as you'll allow, because that's what I'm going for. What was the name so of the spell? Silent image. You create an image. The image appears at an unoccupied spot. The image is only visual. Right, but light's visual. Hmm. But I'm also not... I know that I can't do something that another spell that's of a higher level would do. But I haven't really found anything that causes, like, blinding light. Daylight. Oh, okay, daylight. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Yes, but for not creating real illumination. The illusion's details are completely invented by you, so you won't be able to use it as a light source to reveal anything unknown to you. So you can create the illusion of fire, but it will not emit light. Huh. So. Alright, well I'm gonna do that as close- I'm gonna produce an image of the sun as close to this big bug thing as I can. Okay. You see it take one of its hands off of the boy's shoulder. Uh, you notice it wave its hands, and the before the uh, sun makes it halfway across the chasm, the spell fizzles out. I lose oh, my bowels. Sh- oh shit! So at this point of Logan not saying anything and casting a spell, the creature fully turns its body towards you, throws the body of the boy, and it lands at your feet. Does anybody look at the body? Uh, I'll probably try to bend down and grab him if I'm right there. Logan, you notice that the boy is missing a finger. It is not a bloody wound. It looks like a scar that is... It's a confirmation that this is very likely clay. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna pick him up. Okay, as you pick him up, you hear the creature go, You dare insult the nun with your spell. I'm gonna apologize. Ah, I'm sorry. It's just so dark in there. I'm sorry. What are you creatures doing Logan's mad now. Mm-hmm. Now that the kid's dead and he can't find Foyna. He's gonna look at it and he's gonna stand up tall and he's gonna be like, I'm a human and I'm gonna be the death of you. You've killed this kid and you've one of your things have taken one of my friends. So how about you either give them to me, or come over here and find out what I am. You notice that if a bug could have confusion on its face, it's having trouble finding the words. You good essence. Your friend will make a good offering. You said he's 20 feet away? Yeah, boy. Or he's on a cliff where there's a chasm in between you of no discernible depth. Cool. I'm going to chuck my spear at him. Or chuck my javelin at him. Yeah, you got it. Roll it. Cool. Uh, 17. Mm-mm. Wait, no, 18. Oh. 18. Very close, but 
no go. You chuck the javelin at it, but because of the distance, you see it take one simple sidestep over. It has enough time to dodge the javelin, and you hear a resounding thong as the javelin sticks about three or four inches into the stone wall behind it. You threw it with such force that it actually splinters the stone. You hear this forced laugh. It sounds like a laugh. It's like... <laughs> Are you trying to stop us from birthing the Savior? Are you with the Endbringer? I don't know who this Endbringer is, but if you keep taking people that I know, people from above ground, then yeah, I'm on his side. <laughs> the Great Mother told us to collect Ancients, build Christianists, kill and bring So over the course of all this, I'm looking around to see if there is a, an abundance of flammable material. You see stone, small cockroach-like creatures, and holes in the wall. And everybody's clothing. Everybody's clothing's probably pretty flammable. Okay. By the way, if anybody wants to jump in while this conversation's going on, it's not an A-B conversation. I guess I'm also gonna have my silent, my unseen servant start looking in holes. <laughs> I'm gonna say that throughout this whole time, you've been able to go through three of the holes. Roll a luck dice three times. D20 natural roll, and I'm gonna also assume you're slightly panicked, so take minus two off of all of them. Alright, so I got five, I got a 15, and I got a negative three. So your unseen servant comes back and relays that the three holes that it went in, nothing, I mean, it can't speak to you, but it gives you a signal that it, there's nothing that you're looking for in there. Uh, Sabine, Isby, I mean, Isby, a cow's got to think this is pretty, pretty strange. Yeah, I'd probably come out of my cow shape. Sabine kind of looks to Logan, sees that this conversation is not going anywhere, and kind of like, tries to make eye contact with him and reaches for her her hand axe, waiting for some confirmation to, like, go forward and throw it. So she kind of nudges him, like, eh? Eh? Uh, Logan's gonna look at him, uh, look down at Sabine and just kind of give her the the negative, like, head nod and just, like, kind of gives her the, you know, get out of here kind of nod, like, start heading towards the exit. Sabine shakes her head, no, like, we can't leave. Um, and she she leans into him and she says, something's got to be done. Can I determine if this creature is of natural general X? Yeah, uh, so the way we'll do that is you can roll an arcana check or a nature check to see if it's magically enhanced as a creature or if it has unnatural things about it. I'll do arcana because that's better. Okay. Unfortunately, even with that, the creature, you notice a magical presence around the creature, and it, it it imitates the magical presence you would get from a wizard or another person that knows how to cast magic, which you know already. Gotcha. I will then lean down back behind Sabine, and well, moving up towards Sabine and Logan, and produce a few oil flasks and say, well... This should certainly lighten it up. Uh, 
Yeah, you're right. And uh, I'm going to grab one of the oil flasks, touch it to my torch, and I want to chuck it across the, the chasm at it. Keep it talking. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna go in order here, cause the bug guy the bug guy's gotta have a little say in this too. So I'm gonna let Oz hand the flask off. Uh, roll if you do not want the bug to see this, assuming it can see, you're going to have to roll sleight of hand to make it stealthy. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, that's not bad. It's actually thirteen. It's passive perception sees you do this. You hear a very quick line of clicking and hear a bunch of clicking coming from the chasm below. Logan, you have the flask in your hand. The creature, before anything happens, because free action is talking, right? The creature says, If you will not bring offerings, your essence is weak. Die. You hear what sounds like multiple Nantuk coming from the bottom of the chasm. You're not sure how many. And the creature starts to walk away on the other side of the cliff. Okay, uh, then I'll light it and throw it, like, I'll throw it, like, but I want to dash it against the side of the chasm where things would be able to come up at us. Oh, okay, cool. So you look over the edge of the chasm and throw it? Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to, like, I don't, I want it to hit, like, five or eight, like, like, you know when you're looking. Firewall, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to assume that you basically want to aim it so that it's like 10 feet below you on the wall to make a wall of fire in front of you? Yes. Cool. Uh, what's the, Oz, what's the range of the explosion when it hits? Is it just a five foot square? Yeah, that's all. So you throw it, there's no need to hit. You can see with your torch, you can see 10 feet below you. You throw and hit one of the non-tuk and it lights the non-tuk on fire. Like you hit right below it. So I'm gonna say that the oil is covering that five foot part of the chasm and it's on fire and throws that non-tuk down into the cliff like it freaks out and every other non-tuk within five feet of it also falls you see about 30 others coming up the cliff about 20 or 30 feet behind them okay um i'm gonna turn to everybody and be like we can't fight these things we need to get out of here now and i want to pick up the boy and try to get everybody in front of me and start to run Anybody say no to this course of action? Do I have any more opportunities to be looking in holes? You'll get three more. Okay, can I take those now? Yeah, go ahead. So as Logan turns around, you know, you've been checking this whole time. Like, you, you didn't stop. You, once you realized your magic was ineffective, you continue to check. All right. It's a seven. It's a crit fail. Okay, one more. That's a 14. Not enough. Uh, the Unseen Servant comes back and gives you no confirmation that you found Foyna anywhere. Okay, well, Eugene's torn. <laughs> Time to run, boys and girls. So I guess I'll just say, what about Foyna? Oh, we can't just leave him. Are you still a cow? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sabine, ask me <laughs> important questions. I just had to check. All right, pick one hole, look inside of it, and then let's go, because if not, we're all going to die in here. I've already checked these six. Oz is making his way towards the exit. Nothing away yet, just standing next to it. Okay, so you start heading towards the exit. Everybody else? I'm checking a hole. I'm listening to them. No, I'm going to last for when they start to come up. Okay. 
they're still like this is all within five or six seconds you guys are kind of deliberating this they're not they have not crested the top yet just waiting um yeah i'm gonna look what's is there how, how far is the closest how far is the hole the closest hole to me the holes are about 20 feet from where you guys are right now the bugs are about 20 feet from cresting the ridge are the holes from the exit uh, about 125, 30 feet. You've got to turn the corner and then go 100 feet to get to the hole that you guys came in. Okay. Before I start looking for anything, uh, Logan's going to close his eyes, and he's going to say, Rhaegar, if you're with me, please help me find my fallen comrade. Roll it. Uh, just a d20? Um, let's add your wisdom modifier. Okay. I'm trying. Well, hold on, for flavor's sake, it, I feel like it would be wisdom. Would be would it be wisdom or charisma? We're gonna go with uh, charisma. Uh, that would be a 18. Okay. I got a 19, but I got a negative one on charisma. You feel Rhaegar trying to direct you to one of the holes, but it's in. It's not. You're not certain which one it is. There's one of three to choose from, and the bugs are now starting to crest the ridge. Come at you guys. Oz, throw the throw, throw them towards the the bugs or whatever the hell these things are. Oh Jesus, uh, Eugene, fire both these sons of bitches! And I want to run, grab Sabine and Isby, and run towards those three holes. I don't want to roll thirty initiatives, bro. <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah, you got it. So everybody, roll an initiative. Party's getting wiped tonight, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they can run. No, I wanna. I wanna. Check out a hole. I mean, if we all die, then we don't have to play anymore. So there's that. Man, <laughs> wow. I mean, it's. I mean, what's the point, right? I, I forgot the part where we all made a suicide pact. <laughs> <laughs> this you isn't in my what? contract. I said I forgot the part where we all made a suicide pact. If one of us goes, yeah, exactly. We all go. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Sabine, did you say this isn't in your contract? This is not in my contract. My agent did not tell me this was happening. All right, all right. One second. All right, give me initiatives. I got a three. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys one last chance to run. All right, who else? Uh, Mike's got a three. What else we got here? Uh, I got a 20. 20? Six. 16. Sabine, uh, 20, 21. I have 20 and my dex uh, plus one. You can go first, Isby. Well, no, Dylan rolled. Uh, Dylan rolled a twenty, also, didn't he? Yeah, and Oz rolled a twenty-one, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just saying, I didn't know where Dylan. Uh, it'll was. go by Dex modifier. Yeah, mine's plus one. Uh, De- or Logan, what's your Dex modifier? Plus three. Yeah, so it'll go. Or plus two. It'll go. Plus two. Oz, Logan, Isby, Sabine. Thirty bucks. Yeah, Eugene. All right, I'm just going to roll one dice for all 30 bugs. Oh, Bubby. Should not have done that. So what we're going to do is take the average of that and say, (laughs) if I average that to half, because that's math. So, Oz, you're up first. You see, as this horde of Nantuk, as you know them now, five groups of six bugs, eh, that's so much work. I honestly, I'll be straight with you. I didn't think you guys were going to take on 30 non-tuke. That's fair. I mean, just... and you put 30 non-tuke in a cave. Who went in that cave? <laughs> you, you put 30 non-tuke in a cave with the barbarian. That's all I got to say. Yeah. 31. There's the big one, too. Yeah. 
He's actually for, or it actually for canon's sake is thinner and slender than the other non-Tuk. Gotcha. It's more the size of a human now. Alright, so, Oz, you're up first. You see these non-Tuk cresting the ridge, and they start to filter in in front of the holes. There's about five of them that get within about ten feet on the ridge. So there's still a ten-foot path next to the wall towards the holes. Gotcha. Is it, like, a narrow throwaway, or is this like we're just looking at a whole chasm and there's just a big wall of bugs coming up? So... If you looked if you looked down the chasm, you couldn't see the bottom of it and a bunch of bugs were coming up. On the other side, about twenty feet away, is another like wall that has a cliff face on it that also ends in a dead end with a bunch of holes on it. There are no non tuke on that side. Okay. So it's just big wide open. Yeah. Okay. So And your pathway is twenty feet and right now it's filled halfway with buggy boys. Gotcha. And the tunnel behind us, is that like 10 feet wide, 5 foot wide? It's just enough for one person to crawl through at a time. Okay, so 5. Yep. Oh boy. Um, Alright, I am... How many flasks you got, buddy? I got a bunch. Yeah, so for the readied action, did I get to throw the flask? Yeah, oh yeah. You're gonna okay. do that before your action. You readied that, so you chuck one, you can pick bug one through five to throw it at they're very closely clustered together gotcha uh we'll go for four number four all right throw it uh that will be 15 yep your aim is true you chuck this flask and light it just as it leaves your hands with your torch and it smacks one of the bugs directly in the face it panics it takes an indeterminate amount of damage because as soon as the flames coat its carapace it runs off the cliff and you hear a, a splat you got 29 left boys uh, and then for my action i'll cast sanctuary on my or no i'm not going to i need to save that spell slot uh, <laughs> uh i'll ray of frost another one so it'll at least lose lose some move speed okay hit it uh, move to hit. okay nat 18 plus like yeah, five. Yep, it hits. Three. That's only one point of cold damage, unfortunately. Alright, so it takes one point of cold damage, and its move speed is reduced by ten. Yep, and then making my way towards the tunnel and readying another flask. The and exit the tunnel, or the tunnels? The exit tunnel. Okay. Next up on the initiative is the Logan. Mm, my head hurts. Ah. Uh... Yeah, now seeing, yeah, now seeing all the things cresting over the cave, I'm gonna. I still have the boy. I'm gonna just start running towards the exit and just look at my companions and say, "We can't all die down here. Fuena wouldn't have wanted that. Go, run." And I want to move. You know, not. I guess Sabine's standing next to me, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I hold my action to win? Uh, I guess. When she runs, I run? Uh, yeah, if you want, sure. Uh, like, when she goes, I can, you know, follow behind her. I don't, I, w I want to be, the, like, the last out with, like, my shield in one hand. You got it. Direction to dash. Yeah. Yep, you got it. Isby, you're up. Yeah, I'll hesitate for a second and look at Logan and that, but then I'll just use my action to dash. 
Okay, so you're running towards the exit. Oz, you're, yeah. you see her pass you. Five more bugs crest the ridge, and all the tunnels are now blocked off from you guys. There are ten bugs pushing their way from the tunnels towards you. Sabine, you're up. None of them attack you, and for reasoning's sake, they're very afraid of your flask, Oz. They're all, like, encroaching on you slowly, but they see you have a flask in your hand, and they're not getting within striking distance. They're waiting for you to, like, throw it. Okay. Sabine. Sabine is having an internal struggle because she doesn't ever like to run from a fight, but also doesn't want to die unnecessarily. So she starts trying to tuck all of her weapons away, and I'll start heading towards the exit, backing up a good chunk at a time, taking big steps. Uh, Eugene, you see most of your party starting to back away from this encroaching army of Nantuk. Um, is it going to require my action for my unseen servant to tap me if he found anybody? No, but you're not going to have time to check any more holes. All right, well, I'll, I'd still like to know if he found him, so then that'll inform my action. <laughs> it shrugs its shoulders. It has found nothing. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm going to run. Eugene is the last to start running, and as soon as Eugene passes Logan, Logan turns around and books it. Oz, you're in between Eugene and Logan with your flask ready, and all of the bugs are kind of looking at you hungrily. Logan books it away from us or past me. He's he's still behind you, like near closer to the bugs, but he's turned and said, you know, we're oh, leaving. If everyone's behind me, I'm sealing off this thing with fire. Tell me how you do it. Crushing the flask in hand, dropping the torch, see some of the flames like accidentally catch my bits of my left hand, shaking it as I'm running up and just I'll I won't forget you, friend. Start making my way up the exit, listening to the screeching of these incessant creatures and Yeah, okay. So Logan, you pass Oz and you see him do this. I'm gonna get Oz in front of me and just just have him run and I wanna just hold behind everybody to make sure they make it out. You're the last ones. You're more wounded than I am. Go. Nah, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm a barbarian. We're good. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna run. We'll run together. We'll hold hands. I'll put out the fire in his hand with, with my caring. Sealing the tunnel off with flames and then walking up. You light your hand on fire and the non-Tuk are just like, okay, they see this flame in your hand and they realize that it eventually has to die, so they follow you at a distance of about 15 feet, just outside the illumination of your hand torch. Assuming everybody is running back to the exit, your hand torch makes it there. I need you to roll. I'm going to roll it. What am I talking about? I'm the dungeon master. I'm the dungeon master here. I'm going to say you're taking... (laughs) I'm going to say you're taking 1d4 fire damage three times. You take one, three... You take a total of five fire damage as everybody makes it through the hole, and you're the last one at the edge. The bugs have still given you a 15-foot, you know, berth, and you're now at the exit tunnel that you entered from. All right, so do you try and exit? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Do you leave any fire behind, or do you just go right up the exit tunnel? Uh, if they're still following us, I'll throw down my final flask. It lights on fire, and the bugs scatter at the sight of it, and you make it through the exit tunnel without any issues. You guys are back are there. Oh. Are there... How big is this tunnel? Like, it's human size? It's human size, and it's about a 15-foot crawl, because you have to crawl up it at this point. 
to get back. No, up. no, no. I get you, but when we get to the top of it, oh, like how big is the the hole? Diameter is roughly two feet wide, two feet high. It's like a manhole. Are there any like rocks or anything like big stones? There is. There's three, and they're all about yeah. the size of the hole. Yeah, I'm gonna reach, and I want to put the the rocks down into the tunnels. Okay. You only need to pick up one. Roll a strength check to pick up the nearest one to, towards you. I'm going to assist. I like this. Well, I, get, I get advantage with my uh, rage. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Roll it. Uh, where's my strength at? Uh, 18. Yep. You or pick do it you up. want me to use athletics? Nope. You pick it up. Cool. And then I want to put it, just drop it down in the hole. Yep. Seal it off. It seals with a very resounding and satisfying thunk as the rock closes the tunnel. You can cool. hear chittering from the other side. Or clicking. Cool. I want to put the other ones on top of that rock. Okay. Uh, roll me two more strength checks. Yep. Uh, that would be a 16. Damn it, don't drop your dice. And then a 20. Yep. So all three rocks kind of sink into the tunnel and you just hear a bunch of mad clicking from the other side, but the rocks don't seem to be moving. Yep. I'm also gonna position myself closer to that central room to make sure that we don't get jumped by goblins. Okay. Uh, That's why you're the smart one, Eugene. I'm just gonna pick up the boy and just start walking out of the cave. Anybody follow? Uh, Yeah, I'll follow and just sort of continue facing toward, like backing my way out of the cave to make sure we don't get attacked. Sabine joins uh, Eugene in making sure that nothing's going to pop up behind the party. Everybody kind of marches in a reverse order. Uh, Oz, Isby, you guys have any specifics you want to jump in on? No, just trying to get out of there. I'd like to, uh, one, take the chalk and then cross out the symbol I had above it and then just put don't open. Oh, yeah, that's a solid choice. Above the tunnel. And then I'd like to take one of the, uh, like, the rock that looks like it has just been piled up and on top of them, not the one blocking, and push that in front of the door where the goblins are. Okay, so you want to pick up a rock and hold the goblins in place? Yeah, just put it in front of the door and then walk out. Roll me a strength check. Uh, with powerful build, do you want that to count for anything? Uh, yeah, give yourself a uh, powerful build. It should give you like a plus two or something, right? Hold on. Uh, powerful build just means I count as one size larger for pushing, lifting, carrying. Uh, for right now, I'm just going to say add plus two to your roll. Okay. Uh, that'll be 16 plus four is 20. Yep. Oh, you got it. And the door is blocked. You hear angry goblin noises, but they don't breach the door. And that rock is sufficiently heavy where Oz would know that 30 goblins couldn't push that rock out of the way. They are stuck in there. All right, we leave the cave. Yeah. I'm crying. Okay. To never return. All right. Everybody leaves the cave. Nothing exciting happens for any of you except for Oz. As you cross the threshold of the cave, you feel a skeletal finger caress the back of your neck, and you just, in your mind, you're not sure where it's coming from, you hear, Oh, Oz, sweet Ozmit, come back to me. Any uh, response to that, Oz, as you hear a mental voice? It's very familiar to you. Yeah, Oz just does a quick shudder 
and starts walking forward to catch up with the group. You guys all make it past the thre- or the the tree line of Lokeron Forest and still see no dryads. As soon as we get to the tree line, I'm gonna put the boy down, and I want to take out the uh, hip flask that I have uh, filled with rainwater, and I want to just sit down, like basically get down on my knees and look at the forest back where the cave was, and say, just look back and be like, I know you didn't pray, Voina. Or if you did, I don't know it to what god, but I hope this helps you on your path. And I take a little rainwater, I look up at the sky, and I start just praying, may the rain wash away all hurts. May his thunder guide you along your path, and may his lightning make the path light so you do not lose your way. Do me a favor and roll a d20 and add your charisma modifier. For some reason, you're not sure why, you're comforted. Yep. Something inside you tells you that everything's going to be okay, regardless. Yep. And I'll pick the boy up and start heading back to the farm. All right, and everybody follows, I assume? Mm-hmm. We're going to end it there. I've been your story master, Scott Riley, and I'm pretty sure my party's going to kill me, but we'll outro with uh, Sabine. See you later. Isby? Bye, guys. <laughs> Oz? <laughs> Don't go crawling into tunnels, kids. Amen to that. Uh, and Eugene? I wasn't ready for this cruel, cruel world. Uh, Logan? Uh, night, y'all. May his uh, lightning guide your path. And the ghost of Fuena. Ghost. <laughs> ghost <laughs> noises. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Spoopy. All right. <laughs> Epilogue. Logan finishes his prayer, and the party leaves with sorrow hanging in their hearts. As our friend's silhouettes begin to fade on the horizon, a small creature appears from behind a tree. Its humanoid form is no bigger than one's thumb. It spends several moments surveying the area cautiously. After some time, it skips towards where the party last was. Its pale green skin brushes against several ferns, causing it to trip. A small splash is made as it falls into a puddle of prayer water. Void-like eyes beam, and a tiny smile takes root on its face. As it stands up, it notices a cat-like creature made of twigs and branches, with yellow eyes like the moon. The feline comes and sits next to the little thing and says, Fear not. All will be well. I suspect they'll be back soon. Sometime later, the sounds of boots shifting gravel breaks the silence outside the goblin cave. A hooded figure stares out from an old mask into the darkness of the cave's entrance. A moment of hesitation passes before he walks in. Not long after, he finds himself in a room covered in blood and littered with bones. A ritual room? What for, I wonder? The masked figure asks himself. It is still in this room, with dripping water being the only sound to break the silence. The masked being seems lost. He reaches into his pocket and produces a tuft of hair. Waving his hands across it, he speaks a few arcane words. A small light from the hair points towards a tunnel obstructed by large rocks. Speaking to no one in particular, he says, "Mm, The queen was right. Finding my prey will be much easier with R. Norris's memento. As he approaches the tunnel, he notices words written in chalk. Don't open. Ha! Seems like his companions left him for dead. 
I should rescue him before something awful happens. He clenches his fist and begins to hum. The veins in his fist turn white and emit a small light. Pointing his radiating palm toward the boulders, he whispers, Open. And a devastating blast of force sunders the stone. In an instant, an explosion of roaring, hissing, and clicking fills the ritual room. Nantu come rushing out of the hole, but part before the masked figure, like a wave breaking as it hits stone. The creatures surround him and frantically search for an opening, but each attack is thwarted as if by some invisible wall. He thinks to himself, what are they doing here? They should know they can't stop me. Hmm. I may have to pay their great mother a visit one day. Once again, he starts to chant. And seconds later, a cone of cold erupts from his hands, turning the Nantuke in front of him into ice. The rest of the creatures scatter into the various halls and tunnels of the cave, away from this dark wizard. He climbs through the hole, humming to himself, and follows the path before him, illuminated by the light from the hair, until he sees a wall with many cavities throughout it. The wizard thinks to himself, Hmm, he's close, but I can't just walk in. First impressions are so important. Hmm, teleportation should send a strong enough message. And with that, he begins to trace a circle in the air, and a blue line trails his fingers. At the completion of the circle, a hole appears in its center. The masked being walks through it. All right, are you ready, buddy? I am. All right, you wake up from your unconscious state, and you have this giant bug on top of you. Some of your wounds have closed up, and you feel incredibly weak. I'm going to try and wiggle out from under it. Roll a strength check to push it off of you. Or you could try dex. You can try and, like, I'll give you strength or dex. I'm going to try with dex if it's just a flat dex because that's going to be a better chance. I would argue this isn't a save, right? So you'd use athletic or acrobatics. Okay. Uh, that was cocked, so I'm going to roll again. The reach between the 16 and the 3 doesn't do me any good. Yeah, no. <sighs> Not 7. You <laughs> wiggle out from under the bug, and in the process of wiggling, as soon as you get your last foot free, you start to feel cold just pouring into the room and a small vibrating noise in the back of your head. <laughs> what? Is it, like, coming from a specific di- direction? No, it feels like it's everywhere in the room. How I'll does... stand up. And you just pause, I take it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start to see a faint blue light trace a circle about six feet tall, and you hear the howl of a wolf. The inner perimeter of the circle shatters, a familiar figure steps out of the portal to greet you. It's the masked person or the masked uh, assailant that killed Gramp, the head knight of Nightvale. You. Me. What are you doing here? You don't know? Was I supposed to? I guess not. Why don't you sit down, Foyna? Let's have a chat. Is the is the bug dead? Yep. As far as you can tell. Uh-huh. Being that I'm too exhausted, uh, I'm going to take the opportunity. I'm just going to sit on the bug. Unless there's, like, one of those glowing toadstools that looks like it can support my weight. Mm, There's no toadstool big enough. There are rocks, but the bug's fine if you would like. 
Nah, fuck a rock. This thing looks a little bit softer. The masked person sits down next to you and chuckles at your choice of the bug. He kind of turns to you. Do you want to live, Foyna? It's preferable than death, I suppose. Would you like to go back to the summer court with your R. Norris? If she's there, that's what the preference would be. With her, period, would be more preferable. Even if it meant betraying your party? I knew there'd be a catch. There's always a catch. You know about making deals, Foyna. Just to be clear about the alternative. You'd kill me otherwise? If I don't, the Nantuk might. Or Night Vale itself. I won't kill you, though. So my choices are risk dying to the Nantuk, betray my friends. Betraying your friends isn't a certainty. I'm just asking if it comes up, what will you choose? It's a fine line you ask of. I have good reasons. What were your reasons? Nah. Killing a man who protects Night Vale. No fair peeking. I'll only tell you if we work together. Is this temporary or permanent? Temporary upon... Well, our partnership is temporary. The conditions of the pact are permanent. And it's <sighs> temporary on the condition that you complete one mission I have for you. And you'll be free to do as you please. I wish I hadn't used the word pact. Oh, our Norris will be fine. How do you know of her, anyway? Foyna? How'd you know I was here? Oh, these are all great questions, Foyna. None of which I am obligated to answer. <clears throat> and I'll be straight with you. My patience is limited. Night Vale's a big city, and I have something I need to find. There's what no mission? pressure. What mission? I can't tell you until you agree. I'm not giving you information to take back to Fixstar. Alright, let me ask one final question before this. If you insist. I do, because it's kind of important. Hmm. The contract that I signed with OmniRepair... Mm-hmm. ...would protect against them, against me betraying them, is that correct? I've never seen the contract. I am not omnipotent. Close enough to it, I thought I'd ask. Hmm. I see why R. Norris likes you. If I betray them and they find out about it, I'm dead. Either way. You could take your chances leaving and fighting the Nantuk on your way out. I won't stop you. We all have a choice we have to make, Foyna. I'll agree on the terms of one mission and one mission only. Alright, shake on it. If you insist, I extend my hand. He extends his hand and cuts his wrist as you shake it and grabs a cup out of his travel sack and fills the cup with his blood. He offers it to you. You want me to drink your blood? To make sure you don't betray me, I have to make sure you're mine. Mmm, Ara Norris won't like that. See, I belong to her. You'll belong to her again when your mission is done. I didn't agree to be yours. I agreed to do a mission for you. And to do that, we have to make a pact? We can make a pact without me drinking your blood or me being yours. What if I gave you my blood instead? You are going to need certain abilities, Foyna. Abilities that Aranoris or the Queen of the Summer Court can't give you. I can give them to you. Would you forego those abilities? I don't know what the mission is. How will I know what I need? I know what you need. You don't make it easy, do you? I'm making it perfectly easy. You're not dead. I'm not threatening you. You're not under any duress. 
I'm simply asking you to become my agent, and I'm giving you superior abilities on the condition that I know you won't betray me as soon as you get back to Fixta. I reach for the cup. You got it. I'll drink it. Hot diggity dang. Roll me un constitution check, por favor. Oh, 20. Not that. Oh, sick. All right, let me write that down and then roll uh, 46. Oh wait, you said non-net. Boo. Non non-net. Boo. Sorry. I wish it were I wish it were a net. That would have been so great story-wise. But we gotta go with the dice. Yeah. So you drink it and it's very cold as it runs past your tongue and goes down your throat. It gives you a little bit of a queeze in your stomach, but nothing else really happens. No earth shattering white light, no head pain. Very underwhelming, in fact. Ah, good. Now about your mission. I'm looking for something in Nightvale. I don't think Fixstar has it. I don't think the king has it. Someone else does. You need to be looking for artifacts of power. Anything unusual happens in Nightvale. You find me, and you'll tell me about it. Unusual how, exactly? It's not exactly a city of the mundane. So, are you familiar? You, you've been to the summer court you've you've slept in the emerald forest you understand that certain things are not as they seem all the time if you were walking in molehole one day and a giant crater of fire appears that would be suspicious would it not i that'd be overtly so but you and i both know that there are magics that are more subtle fair i'll give you another piece of information you're looking for a necklace with a wolf's fang. It should glow faintly orange. All right. You will tell no one what you're looking for. No. And if you find the necklace, you don't even have to get it. Just tell me where you saw it. I will release you from the pact, and you can do as you please. All right. Now, I'm going to assume that even asking about it is going to raise questions that I won't be able to answer and draw undue attention. Is that correct? Correct. Just listen. The artifact I'm looking for is incredibly powerful. It should make its presence known. Mortals can't handle it. Is that to say you aren't mortal? Now you're asking too many questions, Foyna. I think you should be focused on how we get you out of here and the excuse you're going to give your companions when you miraculously survived. Well, tell them someone else was trapped down here with me and we fought our way out. You could. But what happens when they ask where that other person is? You parted ways in the forest. See... You aren't headed to Nightvale. The more complicated the story, the more opportunities there are to poke holes in it. I am of the mind that you should simply wake up outside of the cave with no memory of what happened inside. But I'll be honest with you. As long as you don't raise suspicion, I don't care what you tell them. You have plenty of time to think of your excuse before you meet them. Now, to get you out of this cave, as promised, I will give you something to help. He reaches back into his pouch and produces a small ring that looks like the silhouette of a spider. Put this on, Foyna. And he hand, tries to hand it to you. I'll take it and put it on. Nothing happens. It feels like an ordinary ring to you. It barely releases a small amount of fey presence. He says... The Nantuk don't like this ring. All you need to do is walk out of here 
and they won't bother you. It emits a very high-frequency sound. Magical, of course. The Nuntu can't stand it. You should have a 20-foot radius of protection as you walk out of here. All right. No other questions? If and when I find this necklace. Mm. How do I contact you? You'll meet my messenger. She'll tell you how to contact me. I can't be in Night Vale too often for too long. It draws too much attention. I need agents to find this for me. Well, Foyna, it seems we have an accord. If you have no further questions, I have things I need to take care of. A million questions, but I already know you'll suffer none. I'll give you two. We did make a pact, in earnest faith, and I am not a monster. I'm actually surprised you're not more curious about the pact and what abilities you could get from it. <clears throat> that would require that I hold on to the pact, wouldn't it? Hmm. They will develop in time. I assume you won't be finding a powerful artifact tomorrow. Although I would appreciate it. To be honest, so would I. Aranoris isn't a forgiving type. Neither am I. And was uh, I realize that, but our bond is one that I appreciate hers and mine then the sooner you find it the sooner you'll be back in her arms as was my mind as well so to since that seemed like one question I'll give I'll just take one more would you give me your name that I cannot give you it's long gone then what do you call yourself now You may call me Fenris. The and, wolf it is. And you can see him grit his teeth as he says the name, as if it's uncomfortable to say. Well then, I suppose I'll be on my way. Good luck, Foyna. And please find my artifact. Believe me, I intend to. Alright. He gets up off of the dead non-duke, draws a circle with his hand. You feel the air get incredibly cold. The inner part of the circle shatters, and he steps through the hole. And the portal closes behind you. Or behind All him. Right. With that, I'm going to attempt to make my way out. All right. You crawl through the hole that you were drugged through, and notice that it's dead silent in there. You're back in the you know the cliffside chasm that you were previously, and the only thing that's really changed is it looks like a horde of the bugs came through there, and there's a large blood splatter about 25, 30 feet away from you, close to the cliffside. Red blood or green blood? Red blood. You can clearly see it's not non-Tuke blood. 
Does it look old or fresh? Old. Hmm. I'll pay it no mind, and I'll continue to try to make my way out. Okay. You make your way to the tunnel, and you notice three large rocks have kind of fallen in front of the tunnel. You're not sure where they came from, but they're all crushed up into large pieces. You can easily tell that they were made of whole rocks earlier. Mm. So much for that. Well, we'll try this, and I'll raise my hand, palm out at the smallest of the rocks, and I'll try and Eldritch Blast it out. No, no, the rocks are on the ground in front of the tunnel. Oh, like they were recently broken and it's unblocked. Correct. Ah, then I'll just make my way out. All right, you make your way out. Uh, As you climb out of the tunnel, you're back in the summoning room, and you see goblin bodies strewn everywhere. They're dismembered, there are pieces hanging from the ceiling, etc., etc., I'll just shake my head and I'll just gingerly make my way through. Okay. You make your way through and you exit the cave with no issues or problems. And we're going to end it where you find yourself back in Lokoran Forest outside of the cave. And you can hear birds chirping and the sun is out. That's where we'll end it. Okay. All right. So let me pause the recording and then... So the reason that I wanted to talk to you about